Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we've got John Campbell from Odd Shark. He joins us every Wednesday in hour one, especially during football season. We love that because he gives us some gambling tips and we run into the opening weekend of college football coming up now. So let me go ahead and bring in John Campbell. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny Odd Shark. Uh, John Campbell, I just gave my final four on the college football playoff. One, Alabama. Two, I've got Clemson. Three, I've got Penn State. And in the four spot, Auburn. What do you think of my four? What would your four look like here on the eve of the official start of the college football season? I like Auburn. I, I'm having a little twist from from a lot of others. I like Auburn in there. I don't have Alabama in there. I like Clemson for sure. Uh, I like Washington and and Michigan. So I'm a little bit different. I'm going out on a limb with a couple of those guys. Uh, but, um, but I, I like your plays. I think Clemson is the one that for sure I think is going to be in there. I think they're the clear cut best team in a very, very good conference. So they're the one that I feel most confident is going to be in. All right. So, uh, college football is officially here. If I'm not mistaken, you had a hell of a good run last year, college football gambling. I was very mediocre. Uh, and I apologize to everyone. The great thing about gambling is every week is a new beginning and every season is as well. So, uh, I'm going to give out my gambling picks on Outkick today. Uh, and then I'll obviously talk about them on the radio as we move into the weekend. But with you, there are a lot of really big, huge even college football games. And we start, I'm going to start with you with what I think is the biggest game of the college football weekend, Auburn, Washington, and Atlanta. Who have you got in this game? 
Uh, I've got Auburn there, but that's a really, really tough game. And yeah, I am. I'm coming off a really good season. I was 57% last year and, uh, and feel really good about this year. I've got Auburn there. I just think this defensive line is going to be disruptive enough, uh, to, to get past Washington here. This line's come down a little bit. It's one and a half now. What I am telling people as well is whoever you think is going to win this game, also take a futures on that team because it's going to put them in a very good situation uh, to, to uh, go to a playoff and with, with a good chance to win the national championship. So whoever you like there, also put a futures on that team. All right. The uh, second biggest game, I would say, of the opening weekend in college football, Michigan is traveling to Notre Dame. This line has really bounced around a lot. It opened with Notre Dame favored then Michigan went up by around two and a half points I think it got up to now the most recent numbers that I have seen in this game I believe I'm correct Notre Dame is now favored in most books uh and and and, uh, obviously this is effectively a coin toss game massive massive game for Jim Harbaugh given the way last season ended the debut of Shea Patterson in Michigan uh maize and blue what do you think uh, makes sense or happens in this game yeah, it is a crazy line, and you're right. Notre Dame now favored by one, one and a half, and uh, I think this line should be a pick, and and it is a coin toss. I think it's going to be a really tough, gritty defensive battle. So, I like under forty-seven and a half the most. Uh, if I take a side, it will probably be Michigan. I just think they have a little better quarterback in, in Shea Patterson this year, and and I think they'll be able to improve the offensive line. So really interesting matchup between the offensive line and a really strong Notre Dame defensive line there. But I'm leaning to Michigan, but I really like the under. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, really gritty, really close game. So, by the way, I'll go ahead and give some of my picks early preview here. I have got Auburn in that game that you just mentioned. I also like the under. Uh, I like the under in the game you just mentioned, and I'm taking Notre Dame in the Notre Dame-Michigan game. Those are the two best games, third best game. Miami against LSU. Miami and LSU playing down in Jerry World. Uh, Miami is around. This line keeps climbing up a little bit. Miami is now, I believe, a three-and-a-half-point favorite in most books. Uh, what do you see in this one? Yeah, that, that, this line surprises me a little bit, and I like LSU. I like LSU to win the game straight up, and, and I just think these are two really evenly matched teams, two teams with great defenses, mediocre quarterbacks, and uh, and I think it's going to be a close game that could go either way. So I like LSU a lot. I also like the under. The under has gone uh, – the game, nine of Miami's last 11 games have gone under the total because they have a great defense and not a great quarterback. So I like the under. LSU a little underestimated, I think, coming into this season as well. They finished last year at 6-1 and one against the spread. And uh, getting points in this game, I just don't think this line is where it should be. I'm on the under as well in this game. I think it'll be a very much of a defensive struggle. I got Miami earlier last week at two and a half. That's a big difference. And for people out there who maybe don't pay a lot of attention to this, John Campbell, a lot of people look at the numbers and think, oh, it's only one point different. But you know, I know, there's a big difference between being two and a half, three and a half. For people out there who don't think about that, how substantial is that difference on the move? Every half point, every point is not equal. The difference between two and a half and three and a half is pretty seismic when it comes to gambling. It, it, it's absolutely massive, and uh, especially in college, that three point number is 
so huge. And three points and seven points, those are the most common point differentials uh, that games are decided by in college football. So when you see that number around two and a half, three, you got a big decision to make. And, and a lot of times that's why people will tease them or, or buy that extra half point. And uh, three points is one of the most common finishes for college football games. So great job in getting the line. That's part of the game is, is you want to jump on a line you like. And, and a huge, huge difference in this one, especially two teams that can play really good defensive football. There is a huge difference between two and a half and three. Fourth best game of opening weekend in college football, I believe, is Virginia Tech and FSU. Uh, this game going on down at uh, Florida State, we've got uh, Willie Taggart making his debut. Obviously, big ACC game to jump into action on. Both teams ranked in the top 25. FSU has been flirting. We talked about key point levels. FSU has been flirting right around a touchdown. Last week I saw him at six and a half. I saw this line tick up to seven and a half. Some places you can get it now at seven. What's going to happen here and uh, which side of this line do you like? Yeah, well, once again, a uh, very big move here on that key number of seven and it was six and a half last week. Now up to seven and a half. I keep going back to this line because I'm trying to figure out what I'm missing here. I just think this line is all wrong, and Virginia Tech might end up winning this one straight up. I really like the Hokies in this one. Uh, I, I think part of it, Florida State is really good at home in conference games. They're 31-3 and straight up in their last 34 conference games at home. They also cover the spread at a really high rate in those games. So I think that's part of it. A lot of excitement about Willie Taggart in Florida, Florida State here now as well. But Virginia Tech, uh, we can count on them having a great defense every year. Their defense was fantastic last year. Only returned five starters, but I think they'll be great again this year. I think they'll be better on offense. So I, I'm taking a little Virginia Tech money line in this one. I think it's way too many points. I think it is a sharp total, though. I, Virginia Tech was a team I was going to look to play over this year, and, and this total was a little higher than I would have liked. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that, but I, I'm very surprised at this line. I love the Hokies here. All right, the sixth best game, and I'm going to go through the six best games here with you. We've already run through. We're talking to John Campbell uh, at Johnny Oddshark on Twitter. The sixth best game, I think, is Tennessee-West Virginia, which is taking place in Charlotte, neutral site game. Uh, West Virginia ticked up to as high as 10.5. That's where I got it last week. It settled back down at 9.5 or 10 at most books. Uh, seems to be a little bit of optimism coming out of Knoxville that Tennessee might be able to contend with West Virginia. On the flip side for West Virginia, Will Greer is uh, hoping to begin his college football Heisman Trophy run. And uh, the West Virginia Mountaineers, uh, a little bit of an outside chance maybe to believe they're going to contend in the Big 12. Offense should be explosive. What do you see in this one? Yeah, this is probably the toughest one of all the games you mentioned for me, and and I think it opened at seven, and, and now up to to ten, ten and a half, and it might even go up even more. Uh, Tennessee has won their last nine season openers, and I really don't like betting against streaks like that. 
I think West Virginia is the better team, but the problem here is just defense, uh, especially in the secondary. They were just so bad last year, and I don't think they've done much to get better in, in that area this year. So really, really tough game. I think Tennessee might be able to control things, control the clock a little bit on offense, a little more physical on offense, can bully this defense around uh, for West Virginia. So, I lean to Tennessee, but I really like this West Virginia team. I took them over seven and a half wins this year. Uh, I think they might, they'll probably win this game, but I just think it's too many points. Yeah, I'm on that side with you. I'm with Tennessee. I think they'll, they'll actually have a pretty good offense, and I think they'll be able to run the football pretty well and try to shorten this game and keep it from being played in the high 30s and 40s. We'll see, because I think if that gets to be the case, Tennessee doesn't have the offensive firepower that West Virginia does, but I do think Tennessee's cautiously optimistic as they come into this game, even though West Virginia is a big favorite. Any other game out there that you like? We just ran through what I think are the six biggest games of the opening weekend. Anything else out there that's just jumping out at you that you'll love? Well, a couple. I, I thought FAU is getting too many at Oklahoma. I think the hype is a little too big with Oklahoma this year. Baker Mayfield's gone. Their top two offensive linemen. FAU getting three touchdowns, Lane Kiffin there. I just think that one is, is too many. Another one, NIU at Iowa getting double-digit points. I just think this line's inflated a little bit too much. Iowa lost uh, their three best players, who I feel were the three best uh three senior linebackers last year, and uh, that was kind of the foundation of this team. NIU's always tough in the MAC, really good defense. So with them getting double digits at Iowa, I think that line's a little bit inflated. Uh, those are a couple underdogs that I like as well. Awesome stuff as always. John Campbell, go follow him on Twitter at Johnny Oddshark. Make sure that you check him out. He was great last year. Like he said, 57% during the course of the college football season. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. Headline that you don't want to see and that you certainly don't want to be involved in. From the Daily Mail. Jamaican man, not so bad so far, has, not so bad, (laughs) his, not going in the right direction, Penis bitten off by his neighbor's dog as he spoke to her over the gate. Now, I don't know about you. Oh, man, that's terrible. That's a rough way to go. Jamaican man has his penis bitten off by his neighbor's dog as he spoke to her over the gate. Opening sentence of the story. Hospitalized. (laughs) And then they tell us it's a little bit better. People have children. only part of his penis. Children in the car alert right now. Please say Dick Cheney. Uh... I can't say penis? You can, but okay. It makes the story more gruesome, I feel. We need to have stories all the time about <laughs> people being killed. You had like a five-year-old get killed by a cheetah. This bothers me more. directly from the Daily Mail. It's important for everybody to know the truth. The man named locally as Nelly. Oh, man. That's a tough bro. Oh, wait. Sorry. Neely. I read it as Nelly. He's known as Neely. 
had been chatting to his neighbor over her gate in Stony Hill, north of Kingston, Jamaica, when her dog attacked. The man has been interviewed. He told the Jamaican newspaper the dog pushed its nose through the metal bars of the gate and snapped its jaws around his genitals. Maybe don't put your genitals close to the gate. Just an idea. The man was quoted as saying, and I can't believe this is a real-life quote, I will not be going near those dogs again. (laughs) So if you think you're having a rough start to your morning, it could be worse. You could have been in Jamaica and had your penis bitten off by a dog while you were trying to talk to a girl. Let's go to Uh, South Africa. This is kind of a theme, I guess. Former soccer star says a rat ate his foot while he was sleeping. The The whole foot? Former English soccer star Gary Mabut said Monday he was forced to end his South Africa trip early after a rat gnawed his foot and chewed his big toe down to the bone oh. while he was sleeping. Mabut, How did he not wake up? Uh, uh, I'll tell you here. Mabut, the former Tottenham Hotspur captain, told the BBC Monday that the gruesome incident happened about six weeks ago while he was visiting his daughter who works at Kruger National Park. I went to sleep, and during the night, a rat came into the bedroom, climbed into the bed, and decided to chew on my foot, my boot said. It's made quite a big hole in my toe, down to the bone, and ate underneath my foot. Maboot57 said he didn't feel the rat's teeth sinking into his flesh because he has a little feeling in his feet because he has type 1 diabetes. Oh. Uh, says it's that, like the rat knew. Oh, it, it, the rat actually was a second-time offender. It had already bit his daughter's thumb first in the other bedroom, and then she came into me and said, Dad, something's bitten me. Being in Africa, you think of snakes or scorpions, Maboot told the BBC. He went back to sleep, and about an hour later woke up when the rat bit his thumb as well. He looked down and saw his foot also covered in blood, and that's when he noticed his toe was down to the bone. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. I I am anti-rat and anti-snake, you know, in a big way. When I was in college in D.C., there were rats everywhere. And these rats, like, you're walking through the streets, and they would, like, square up on you. Like, the rat wouldn't run. You know, like, you'd be walking down the street, and this huge rat would come out of the, the bushes. And, like, you'd be like, hey, rat, I'd like to walk on the sidewalk. And the rat would just be like, what? What's up now? And you, I'm not, I'm not walking on the sidewalk. You walk out in the street, and the rat wouldn't even be like, "This is my sidewalk. It's after dark. This is where I live." Like, you want to come? You want to roll? I'm like, no. I, I, you, I don't want to square up with a rat. I've had to fight a rat before down in the Virgin Islands. One of those tree rats. I'll tell you this. My wife has been telling me this is this is the animal thunderdome come to my house. That we have like three snakes in our yard now. She says that she has seen them. I am anti-snake more than anything, and I, uh, I I don't know what to do about this. Like she says, they're not poisonous snakes, but this is uh, this is alarming in its own yeah. respect. Yeah. By the way, Maboot flew back to the United Kingdom right away, where he underwent surgery and spent a week in the hospital. He's still receiving treatment. Man. I don't, I don't know in general. Like, every time we have the Animal Thunderdome, I would like to go on an African safari, right? But every time we do the Animal Thunderdome, it feels like we have a story coming from Africa where an animal is has uh, taken advantage of someone. And it makes me think, 
How much different is a real safari from the Disney Animal Kingdom safari where I just get to ride around on a bus for like 20 minutes uh, driving through in Orlando, Florida, looking at all the animals? Isn't that basically the same thing and a lot cheaper? Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What would you guys say on the over-under on how long this new show will last? Uh, You're not going to get punished. If you don't think it's going to last very long, um, it's a gambling show. So I think setting the over/under for how long the new show will la- uh, will last. Again, uh, announced yesterday afternoon, 4:30. Uh, lock it in. New sports gambling show, hour long, Monday to Friday. Me, uh, Todd Furman, who you just heard, Rachel Bennett will be hosting, and we'll be on with Cousin Sal from The Ringer and uh, and Jimmy Kemmel. What do you guys think about the likelihood that the show lasts very long? And also, Todd put the over under at how long till I get fired at four and a half weeks. So uh, not a not a high level of optimism from him and me there. How do you spell Rachel's last name? Doing research here. Bonetta, I believe, is two N's and two T's. Um, she's uh, she is really good. I, I think she is one. If you could buy stock in talent right now. I feel like she is probably, uh, what, she's 26 years old, I think, relatively young, um, and has been really impressive to people at Fox Sports. And we did a couple of dry runs. We're doing another dry run today. Uh, next week we'll do uh, yeah. like dress up, uh, dress up, dress rehearsals all next week from Tuesday to Friday. And by the way, let me say this. Uh, a lot of you know it because you listen to the show regularly, but we do not take off Labor Day here. So because college football, uh, the opening weekend is typically in advance of Labor Day, Labor Day is a holiday. I don't ever take it off because there's a lot to talk about. So we will be on here Monday breaking down everything that happened in college football in that universe. But Rachel will be hosting the show from L.A., from the L.A. studio. They'll toss it from a newly expanded Speak to Yourself. Uh, Jason Whitlock and Marcellus Wiley will be there along with a crew of uh, people who are part of that show as well. They will toss it to uh, to Rachel Bonetta and will be off and running from 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. So she is going to be, I think, really a surprise to a lot of people because she's still relatively young, relatively new in her career. And I think a lot of people are going to be like, wow. This girl is really a good host. She's smart. She's funny. She's witty. I think that's going to play really well. Cousin Sal, I didn't know him at all. I met him. I really like him. Uh, I think he is going to do tremendously well on this show. Obviously, he's had a lot of uh, experience in day-to-day television, writing for the Jimmy Kimmel Show and also appearing as talent, but also doing a lot of the Bill Simmons podcasts around the ringer surrounding uh, the, the, the gambling space. And then Furman and I have been working together. Todd and I actually met. Um, through Twitter as all great romances begin uh, because he tweeted me saying he was a fan of my first book, Dixieland Delight, and I was just starting to learn all about gambling. This would have been back in like 2011, maybe 2010, and so he was still working as an odds maker at Caesars back then. And, uh, and that's when we initially met. I started having him on the radio. I was like, this guy's pretty good. And, uh, and now I'm excited to be able to, uh, to do a daily show with him. So what do you think, uh, Danny G? How long you give us? I'm sorry. What was that? I'm reading Rachel's bio here. No, I'm kidding. Um, she, yeah, she looks awesome. Um, as far as the work she's done already and, uh, she's got a great look to her. So if you don't screw it up, Clay, I think this can last two football seasons. Two football seasons would be good. I mean, it's a lot. Daily an hour show. Uh, it's it's not a small undertaking. What about you, uh, Eddie Garcia? How long do you give us? 
Where has Eddie been? <laughs> what, uh, hold on a sec. Can we get an investigation into Eddie earlier? Oh, he's, he's putting his we, headphones on right now. Earlier, we didn't know where uh, we didn't know how to get in touch with Todd Furman, which is always uh, welcome to this show. And so I'm like, you know what? We'll go ahead and get the update in. I'll be really efficient. I'll go to him. He's not at his desk. And then I come back to him. He was just there a minute and a half ago. Eddie, are, are you uh, are, are you like raising chickens in the back of the uh, Fox Sports Radio studio? What's going on? Uh, no, no, just talking to, uh, talking to Ralph here, who's taking over for me in just a second. Uh, so what do you think? How long do you give us? Uh, it sounds like it's pretty groundbreaking. Uh, so sometimes, uh, you know, you break some eggs to, uh, make some omelets. So maybe you guys will, uh, set the tone. Uh, but I'll, I'll go with Danny G. I'll say a couple of football seasons. Two years. All right. Two years is the over under. Roberto, you go, you going over or under on two years for how long the show will last? I'll go two years as well. All right, now the next question is, will I make it both years or will I get fired beforehand for saying or doing something? <laughs> well, I made it are, so that the, are you going to say the word is, boobs again yeah, on television? That's the one I was going to say, yeah. I've made it two years on radio. Arguably, this is harder. I, just, just FYI, I think it's harder to do a daily three-hour show than it is to do a daily one-hour show, right? Television, there's lots of people out there working to make the show better. I only have to be a part of the show, like I am a uh, and uh, just like a uh, one of the wheels on the car, as opposed to like the entire automobile. So it's going to so, be you, like in a box on the screen. Yeah, I'll be remotely. a talking head, kind of around the horn style. I Got mean, it. I'll be on. You know, I mean, I don't know, in an hour-long show, I'll talk 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever the math is on that. But other people will obviously be talking and reacting as well. So it's not like I have to drive the entire show uh, and, yeah. and do everything. It's like when TMZ goes to a bad guest on Skype. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's around the horn is probably the best example where they have all those guys who pop up. Well, you know, it depends on your language because obviously... Language, I don't think... I don't think language will be an issue because, first of all, I bet we have a uh, a drop a drop button. I've only in two years uh, talking three hours a day. I've real. How many times have you had to drop me? Probably three or four times. Yeah, total. that's a pretty small percentage of the time that I would have to be dropped. And also, we're on cable, so I don't think it really. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to be a uh, a major concern. So I feel pretty good i mean i'm the mo- thing i'm most concerned about is just the amount of work you know the starting off and doing a three-hour show in the morning and then finishing with a hour-long television show later in the afternoon it's just a long day so i i think that's probably the aspect of this that gets to me the most so you saying that i'm gonna last you say this show or, or no <laughs> we were we were looking through the archives right here because i have you swearing on the air of course bleeped out uh, Roberto, get that bleep ready. Yeah, sounded something yeah. like that a couple of times, though. Yeah, the show will go two football seasons. You'll definitely be on the first season. I think, all right, and I'm not trying to get a raise here, a brown nose, but last week I was pretty impressed, I have to admit, with your work on Speak for Yourself. So I think that square box, you'll wind up doing something else on FS1, so they'll spin you off of the show and put someone else in that box. So you'll be on a different FS1 show in year two. That's my prediction. Mm, that's intriguing. I mean, I'm excited about this. I mean, I, I, um, in general, think that there is a huge appetite for sports gambling content. And I think that's only going to grow as more and more states allow sports gambling to legally take place. 
And so I, I think it's really cool. I think this show, when it debuts, will be the most cool-looking show. I mean, Charlie Dixon, Whit Album, uh, Therese, everybody who's been putting this together at FS1, working hard out in L.A., I think when this thing goes up on television, I think you will look at it and say, man, this looks different. And I like when people take big risks. I like when people try different things. Um, you know, if you think back on television, on sports television, I would say the biggest revolution in sports television in the last 15 years, beyond a shadow of a doubt, was PTI. Because when PTI came on the first time, they had that rundown on the side, they had the clock, they had all the different timing, they had the incredible chemistry between Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser, two guys who I loved when I was in college reading in the Washington Post. And everybody has kind of adopted a lot of the PTI ethos in terms of the way, not just that, that, that sports television is done, but that rundown on the side has been copied by a lot of different shows all over the place. And then I would say Around the Horn was also a pretty revolutionary look. And then I would also say Sports Nation was a different kind of show. I don't know in the last decade of sports on television that there has been very much that has changed since Sports Nation or since PTI. I think this will look the most different in a good way. And it will take a little while for people to get used to it. But I think that they will respond pretty favorably. So I say, you know, again, 12 days out, the show will look a lot different, I'm sure, on September 10th than it will any other day. Uh, but I think that is uh, that is where we are headed. So uh, it should be exciting. By the way, we found one of your greatest hits here. All right, play it. Outstanding stuff as always, John Morosi. We've got up next. We're going to the P- going to the U.S. Open here on Fact Sports Radio. God. <laughs> 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 that could be incredible on television. People don't know we have a hard out, so you're trying to nail it every time. And that was me trying to nail it, and I didn't nail it. So uh, when you're a professional like me, that's what it sounds like when you go to break. Uh, all right, final segment of the show is up next. Did Eddie Garcia, is Eddie Garcia still there? Is he back to raising chickens? Um, Eddie, what would you say about uh, the likelihood of uh, of how long I'll last? Well, I, I think what you said makes a lot of sense. If you can do a three-hour show for two years and still be around and carry that show i don't see why you can't uh, be part of a show and uh, be there for two years as well all right we'll see i'm kind of excited i mean, i i want you guys legitimate opinion of it when it airs for the first time on september 10th i mean i'm i'm just genuinely curious what everybody will think but i'm really excited about it so uh new uh new show coming again 4 30 lock it in uh on september 10th todd Furman, me rachel Benetta, and cousin sal from jimmy kimmel and the ringer can't wait to get rolling with that final segment of the show up next we talked about the college football playoff i'll give you my four one last time on the eve of college football starting and i'm going to tell you why i believe ohio state through university of texas head football coach urban sorry tom herman under the bus to try to save urban meyer i'll explain next on fox sports radio here on fox sports radio god radio golly g Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!